set it all on. Yeah. What it is is what it is. Hit tonight. Hit just a few seconds if you can wait because I can't. What it is. What it is. What up, what up, fight fans? Welcome back to episode 383 of the Boxing Rant Podcast. I'm Kenny Keith, and I'm joined, as always, by Vince Cummings. What up, Vin? What's going on, brother? You know, uh, boxing's about to go into a little lull, a little dark period for the next few weeks, so we're just going to hit him with a quick, uh, one of those I told you so episodes, Ken. Ah, like a few punches that Artur Baturbi have landed on Callum Smith. Yeah. I told you so. Yes, the uh, power of the this, this vaunted Callum Smith power, Ken. Ah, yes. The catch and shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What, what a thing of beauty. It was. It was. And, um, you know, thanks again. I said it on, on X. Thanks again to Team Smith for saving the vaunted power for this display. <laughs> you know what, Vin? Look. We give Callum Smith a lot of shit. It's more like you, I think you call them, you refer to them on the interwebs as as, as the, the laddies. The, the lads. La- <laughs> the lads. <laughs> the wee lads. <laughs> the delusion never stops with them, you know? Uh, anything that happens on the Isle of East Virginia is only the best. Uh, it's a UK uh, frame of mind, remember. I'm fucking, I think colonizer is the word of the week, right? <laughs> yeah, <it> seems to be. <laughs> uh, those motherfuckers used word to. Word of the week, word of the year of 2023 and going into 24. Hey, hey, Britain used to dominate, you know? <laughs> There's still a little bit of that bravado in everything they do. Uh, a delusion um, that doesn't pack a lot of punch. I feel like Carl Frotch was the last great power puncher in British boxing history. I, yeah, you know, when you, when you think about it and you go back and look at these most recent guys, it always seems to be a lack of power, Ken. But is, or is it just Baturbiev is the human flesh form of Zangief? He's uh, just superhuman. I don't think that could be questioned anymore. I, I, I like, I don't want to speak too highly because I, because we downplay Callum Smith and what he is. Caleb Smith actually showed up to fight. He looked good. He looked he, good. He he thought, you know, he came with a game plan to attack Baturbiev when he could. I give him credit for that. I You know, I I don't want to go over the top with Baturbiev because of what I say about Smith. But, dude, that was a, a, a level of destruction. Did he – was he breathing heavy? Was he breathing at all? No. Did he, he take a breath in the fight? Because that motherfucker just keeps fucking coming, dude. He he is as uh, as great as Inouye and Terence Crawford, yes. with his measured, constant aggression. Right, it's measured. There's not a lot wasted there. Golovkin in his prime. That was one thing we used to say. He never wasted punches. Yep. You know, there was he used to talk about how how much energy could be expended uh, by 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 throwing too many wasted punches. How many opportunities and avenues. Uh, and times you leave yourself defenseless by constantly flailing and flinging unnecessary punches. Artur Baturbiev is so measured. He is so equally powerful in both hands. He gives you a dose of both. Uh, yeah. Left or right, it matters not. From all angles. He's completely balanced. Um, he is so strong, so serious of a fighter. I mean, dude, there's nothing that Artur Baturbiev shows us in the ring. We talked about it in the preview about... He's going to be unique in a sense at this age because he doesn't have a lot of mileage on mm. him as a professional fighter. The way that he fights as a professional fighter is so devastating. Uh, his advantages aren't necessarily advantages that you're going to see slip because he's not known to be a high output puncher to begin with. Right. 
So what he does land is so just devastating. He's so he looks so experienced. Doesn't it look effortless though? Yes, like why he, he does it? it? Because he's he's so calm and confident in what he does. There's no guessing. Artur Beterbiev isn't going into the ring and being like, hmm, how do I work myself around Callum Smith? Like, Callum Smith is looking at this guy and being like, like an armored dragon. And he's trying to find a fucking crack, a crease, or a crevice where he can penetrate that armor. Mm -mm. And you're just constantly analyzing it and circling it. I give Callum Smith. He just ducked his head and went in a couple times. Look, his jab looked good. Smith looked physically in great shape. Huge. Huge game guy. I think you said before we started recording, probably over 200 pounds. Uh, yeah, he looked like a, a 205-pound fighter. Always something I've noticed about Callum Smith, though. And, you know, I try to be consistent with this guy. I saw him at the weigh-in again against Paterbiev. For as big and strong as Callum Smith is and looked in the ring, my man has a Deontay Wilder-esque lower half. His calves are not as ridiculously like stick-like as Deontay Wilder's. Yeah, but this is an assless man. This is a man with no butt, right? I saw so your tweet. yeah, I'm supposed to believe that this assless man is going to be sitting down on his punches. Well, That's he's great. not going to be sitting down on anything other than an extra padded bicycle seat. Yeah. You know? Could you imagine him? Sitting down on like one wow, of those. It was great. It was a great point. It's excellent observation. I don't. I don't like to look at another man's ass, but. Some people came at me. They were like, what you looking at? Why you looking at his ass? I'm like, look, man, if, you're, if that's what you're thinking, you gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at what it takes to knock out Artur Baturbiev, and it's going to take a man with a bit more foundational strength. Look, I saw... <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes, 100 fucking percent of this. I saw last night in Artur Baturbiev a guy that seemed extra uh, perturbed, extra disturbed, extra pissed off. I wonder why. Uh, you know, why in God's name, when you are Team Smith and Eddie Hearn, do you try to run with this uh, a narrative that, you know, like, oh, he, he was atypical in his in his, in his uh, drug testing, Vada drug testing, when there's a, a very good explanation for it that legalizes everything, he retested clean, why would you then run to the narrative of, look, this guy's clearly on something, like something's happening? And, and and it pushes that like after this performance, people are like, "Oh, thirty eight year old getting better, getting stronger." It's like the guy was in Vada. There was a clear explanation for it, basically saying like this guy has kind of alpha level sh uh, alpha level male shit in him, like born and bred into him. He's just different. It's not. It's he doesn't not have that uh, the incest blood that permeates the island. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's something way different. And the, I, I get it. The you're, royal blood. You you're scared your of it. There, there, it's there has to be something wrong here, right? <laughs> I mean, to 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 do that, to to piss off Artur Baturbiev coming into this fight. What a fucking stupid move that was. You think Eddie was panicking for putting his man in there? Well, it's funny because Eddie sure will will try to walk back the the. Uh, uh, Connor, uh, Connor Ben shit, right? Where, where's that B sample, Eddie? Like, why aren't you in in search of that test? Like, the, the level of hypocrisy is like, dude, what are you fucking doing? Shut the fuck up! You're you're more mad at the guy that clearly was was clean than your guy that tested dirty, and there is no explanation for it. What are we doing here, Eddie? Eddie is taking what works in society to manipulate people. You take you take half truths. And you plant them in seeds 
of an audience and a fan base that watches boxing and darts. So these aren't smart people. <laughs> they're, they're just like us. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. And some of those seeds take, they germinate and they take root, you know, and then people run with whatever they want to. Right. Basically what Eddie Hearn did was he, he took the parameters of these drug tests and he picked out inside the parameters of legality, he took the spikes on the chart and said, oh, there's a tall one. <laughs> there's a, oh, that one's high. It almost hits the top. <laughs> and then tried to package that and pass it off yeah. as this man being a steroid cheat is some, it's, it, it amazes me more that fungus can grow to be this fucking six foot six tall skinny snake oil salesman. You know what I mean? Right. That is more adverse. That is more abnormal. What a shitty thing to do. If I was, I mean, Artur Baturbiev, if I were him, he handled part one to complete this fucking, this slanderous nonsense. He beat the brakes off of Eddie Hearn's guy. Step two, I would sue his fucking face off. <laughs> I would sue his fucking face off, dude. Dude, that is some bullshit, dude. I mean, you could do that. Uh, I, I would. I, look, it was just a what a dumb move. You want people like Eddie Hearn? What was the thought behind that? Like None. he's going to be too aggressive, and he's going to he's going to walk onto a left hook. Ken, we've just made him walk onto a left hook. We've just won the fight. Crooks like Eddie Hearn only listen to lawsuits, buddy. <laughs> They you're do. Probably, you're probably right. Otherwise, they keep pushing the envelope, and they keep saying shit that is so out of bounds. Look, I know it's boxing; it's part of the promotion. Yeah, right. Right. You know, it's not. It's not this end all, be all. It's, you, you, you want to poke the bear? Don't get mad when that face rake take your ear with it. <laughs> I mean, that's just how it goes. Yeah. Um, Eddie Hearn, whatever, man. He shows his true colors every now and again. You know what? What baffles me though was the. <laughs> was the courageousness, and maybe it was all of the criticism that Callum Smith took, but it, the courageousness that Callum Smith shown in this fight against Paterbiev and the meek and meagerness and unwillingness to try to win the fight that he displayed against, like, a little version of Paterbiev. Yeah. Like a little miniature version of him. Makes you think, doesn't it? What's going on that night, Ken? Ah, white Boy Summer. <laughs> uh, we look back at it, and uh, we've done many things. Yeah, it does not. Yeah, White Boy Summer is not something that is aging well. Wow. It's yeah. It's hard to make sense of the stories, <laughs> you know. You, you if you list them all in concession, it sounds like you you ran. <laughs> it's Avenue Dearham, Billy Joe Saunders, Rocky Fielding, Callum Smith, Callum Smith, John Ryder. <laughs> That's the resume of a man whose soul was taken by an aged, <sighs> aged Triple G. Don't forget Caleb Plant, Kim. <laughs> Sweet ham. Sweet, sweet ham. ham got them sweet hams. So. Sweet ham different though. You know? <laughs> he he little Travis. Little little Travis Kelsey. Little TK. It doesn't surprise me with Eddie Hearn. I mean, you go to go to bat for fucking Connor Ben? Yeah. Fucking Connor Ben? Yeah. Every single one of Eddie's guys that test positive, there's something. There's a story to be told, Ken. Whatever, man. It did not it didn't get <laughs> Calum Smith. It didn't let him off the hook. Look, 175 pounds isn't what it used to be. No. So Callum Smith can fight as long as he wants to there. Uh, physically, he looked great. Uh, cruiserweight doesn't look to be that tall of a mountain either. Uh, Callum Smith has, you know, outside of the Canelo and the Baturbiev, most of his fights have been soft touches. So he could have that same level, that DC level competition that will be mm -hmm. passed off as 
world level because that's what it is today. It's world level, and he can succeed at it. And compared to the rest of the aged great boxers, he's still, I guess, 33 is young today. Future's bright for Callum Smith. <laughs> I do. After the fight, he was questioning. He's like, I think of myself as the best, uh, the best in boxing at 175. That's not true Who anymore. Told- I was that was proven not true tonight. I don't know what I'm going to do with my career moving forward. You can be second best. I was like, man, this guy very thinks very highly of himself. He didn't have any problem. You ever heard of a guy named Dimitri Bevel? Yeah, there's Bevel. There's Gvozdik's back. <laughs> right. Just, yeah. See where you what measure up there. What does he prove? Like this again, inactivity. Like yeah. 15 months of inactivity. Like th- these guys, man. I don't want to hear the excuses though, because he had no fucking problem fighting off pay per view air in the oh, yeah. uh, in the undercard of big pay-per-views in the UK for a long time, hiding. Wait. Well, and fighting guys he can steamroll. Exactly. Let me wait for my opening. He's like a patient running back that's like, hmm, let me wait until Eric Skoglin comes in the game. <laughs> let, me <wait. laughs> let, me wait. <laughs> let me wait until they put the ghost of George Groves in. Then, yeah. I, then I'll shoot the pocket. Yeah. It's like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> He's just a Smith, man. A tough family. Uh, fucking had a lot of success. At the professional level, Look, these guys he are won, stars he, in the UK. He, he won the World Boxing Super Series. He he was a Ring Magazine champion. He had, he had a WBC belt. Yeah, good career, man. Dude, he's a great guy. Does work with autism foundations. It's near and dear to my family. Like, I, I, dude, I have all the respect in the world for Calum Smith, but it doesn't change the fact that an assless man attempted to take down a bear. <laughs> it does not. And that is, that is what, in, in theory, what we watched last night was that. So are we going to get Baturbiev and Bivol? I, I, or is Bivol just going to fence around it like he does everything else? <laughs> just going to fence. I was, well, I'm waiting for them charges to drop, Ken, on Bivol. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't heard much else uh, from there. Are no, there... it's been quiet on that front. Yeah. I, look, it's got to be next, dude. It has to be. What else is there? At, like, like Light heavyweight is just its a barren wasteland of nothing outside of those two guys, honestly. Yeah. Or they've separated themselves from the rest of the field. Well, at least there are some talented people at the top. You know, but as the ranks of boxing thins out, uh, it's either going to become more internationally laden and heavy, and that's where the backfill of talent is going to come from. Right. Um, it's certainly not going to come from a feeder program that allows men and women to fight in the same ring. Uh, USA Boxing is doomed from that decision. Oh, my God. Absolutely and utterly fucking doomed. Uh, I'm not Guess ca- what? I don't go. I'm not. I used to go to their events. No. You ain't gonna catch me going to that any event that allows anything like that to nah, happen. Nah, this ain't no freak show shit, man. Like you've you've actually watched a guy get killed in yeah. the, in the ring live. This is real life. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I mean, so it's it's only natural that USA boxing as a as a feeder program is gonna gonna die. Uh you're just gonna see regional talents, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, guys that are just gonna come up or it's gonna be backfilled internationally. Um but Turbiev could legitimately keep it up for a little while though you know oh dude he's got at least two three years left i think. I, I i've always felt this way i know a lot a lot of people change their opinion after b-ball so systematically uh dominated canelo alvarez mm-hmm. uh the scales tipped back into maybe a 50 50 fight yeah w- with Baturbiev because of their styles right and the fact that um b-ball can be risk adverse and he fights very smart and he mm-hmm. fights on his toes, and he's able to come in and out very rapidly. Baturbi have skilled and powerful in all of his own ways. I've always been on the side of Zangief in this one. Uh, I've never favored Bivol mm-hmm. to win that fight. 
and I would love to see it. And I think yes. the reason it hasn't happened is because B-Ball understands like many of his predecessors before him. You can sit around and watch the guy, and you can hope and you can pray that he's gonna you're gonna find that chink or he's going to get old. He's just not built in a way that these chinks and these cracks are going to be as obvious with other fighters. I thought you were going somewhere else. <laughs> so where'd you think I was going? You said chinks. I was like, whoa, where else is he going from here? <laughs> Again, where's your mind at? <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, no, there's 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 that inevitable waiting game. I think everybody, uh, Callum Smith shot his shot, right? He did. I, look, man, it's just there's there's certain people that defy the logic of age. They're just different people. He is one of these guys. I'm trying to explain it to my uncle this morning. Uh, you know, I'm sending him my bet, and he's like. I've heard, I've heard of that guy, but who is that? Who is he? And I was like, think of him as the Khabib uh, Nurmagomedov of boxing. Nobody really fucks with this guy. Like nobody has ever. I mean, he's lost rounds and he's been knocked down, but he legitimately gets up and and beats the shit out of whoever does that. Yeah. I don't know who can stand up to that. I like. I think about that Bivol fight, and I'm just saying. I'm just thinking. I think Bivol walks into something and like bounces into something in that fight. I just don't see Bivol being able to stand up to it like anybody else does. Maybe for a few more rounds, maybe he makes it to 10 or 11, but the man is just a mauler. He, he legitimately mauls people. It's like an animal with their prey eating them alive. Bivol has nothing in the power department. No. For Viterbiev. If you again, like we, we could just point to Canelo. If you could not hurt Canelo, you are not hurting Bivol. No, I'm sorry, no, absolutely not. And I'm not convinced either, just because. And B- Bivol's the bigger man. I mean, Baturbiev's the bigger man yeah. in that fight. But I'm not convinced just because Bivol looks to be the stylist. Right, like, he looks like somebody you would read about in a book about boxing. And Baturbiev is very contained and balanced, and you know he fights how he fights. It's it's very unique to him. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's very. Yeah, I could totally get sucked in to watching Bivol and being like, oh, yeah, this dude is far more fluid and active and athletic. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the size difference isn't that big. You know what I mean? And these guys are both over six feet tall. You know what I mean? You ever seen Bivol fight on the back foot, Ken, getting pushed back? No, that's going to happen in this fight. I've seen him fight off of his back foot and he does that very well. Yeah, he, he does. But I have not seen him get pushed back. Yeah, he has not been pushed around a no. ring like Baturbiev is. is it's going to happen. Uh, look, I'm the, not saying Bivol won't have success at points. No. But, but, it, but in the fourth round of that fight last night, you saw Callum Smith go from a guy that was going to work his way around Baturbiev. Baturbiev was doing nothing except always staying in a position to have the ring cut off because Callum Smith finds himself up against the ropes, and it's like, dude, what are you doing there? You got pushed there by a master of doing such. Exactly. <laughs> and it didn't, and it, didn't take, it didn't take 25 punches to get him there. No. It's, foot, it's elite footwork, dude. I mean, he, the way he fucking cuts off the ring is it's, 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 it might be the best in boxing. He's, look, it was Callum Smith. I get it. I think Baturbiev is a criminally underrated fighter. I totally. really do. Totally. Now, part of that is his fucking fault for being inactive, mm-hmm. injuries, uh, all that. I'm just saying that was – what I watched last night was the, the, the most destructive force 
in boxing outside of Inouye and Crawford, like you mentioned. It's just he's a stone-cold killer, man. Yeah, absolutely. He's definitely one of the ten best uh, pound for pound. I think he's you got to you got to have him top five. You no, have to. No, no, no. See, see, see. Uh, uh, Earl. Oh yeah, Earl's ranked. He, that. He, Earl got that emeritus pound for pound. He got that emeritus. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he got that for Floyd. He got that franchise. <laughs> franchise. Uh, he's like perpetually fifth or sixth in everybody's fucking <laughs> rankings. It's hilarious to me. It's hilarious. No, he dropped a seven now, Kim. Look, Bivol got a lot of. A lot of rise off of that win against Canelo. As he should have. And he did. Uh, and Baturbiev, uh puts the fear in people. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I enjoy watching his fights. Um, you know, he is one of the last true uh, just stone-cold killers in, in boxing. Mm-hmm. Fucking devastating. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. And and should Bivol, you know, should his uh, time come, um, as Adrian Broner said, anyone can get it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I believe Bivol will. He yeah, he most certainly will. Give me give me uh, rounds nine to twelve. I'll KO on that one. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, one last question, and we'll get out of here on three eighty three and get to this NFL playoff football. Where is Tyson Fury? Oh, where is he? It's awful quiet, Ken. As I in- saw a interview. Okay. Ah, Did, anything from the tits down? Did you uh, see his body? Did you see him in the ring? Did you see him training? No. I didn't. I would love to see how he looks physically. We're a month away from the fight then. I did see Usyk flipping massive fucking kettleballs. That was insane. Dude, those had to have been, I don't know, 50-pound kettleballs. Those were massive. Massive. He was throwing them, twisting his wrists. The, The forearm strength is, that's... Tyson Fury couldn't dream of doing that. And it's not just a stupid fucking exercise either. You're an idiot if you think that's a dumb exercise for a fighter. No, these look, when you are six foot three, six foot four, two hundred and twenty five pounds, and you're fighting a man that could potentially be, you know, six, seven, six, eight, uh, two seventy five, right? That's the kind of exercise a smaller man does to develop muscles, small muscles, uh, the connective tissues that it's going to require to keep a big man off of you. You know what I mean? These are necessary strength exercises for him. But I tell you what, I saw him in, he had a cutoff t-shirt and a pair of like 1980s style softball shorts on (laughs) some fucking bike shorts on. And my boy's thighs, he looks like a physical peaking specimen. Yeah. I mean, he he looks amazing. Yeah. He looks, he looks like he always does. He never gets out of shape. Has Fury ever gone dark in a camp before? Was like like the Batman thing feel before like, the Klitschko fight? Look, if you're Fury, honestly, now I'm thinking about it. Don't you kind of have to like just shut up and get to the ring? <laughs> and, and it's re- so true. And redeem yourself. You yeah. know what I mean? Like everybody realizes what they just witnessed. It was one of the worst fucking performances from a lineal heavyweight champion, the guy to 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 lose to a fucking amateur. I mean, that's embarrassing for the sport. So, yeah, shut the fuck up. So what do you think he was washing down the humble pie with? Oh, Diet Cokes, about <laughs> five a day or eight a day or whatever the fuck he drinks. That's what those fucking whale bones are sitting off the side of his fucking, <laughs> fucking hips. Whale bones. Those things open up and gather shrimp. <laughs> Cast the nets. I, I mean, yeah, I, I can't. I just That's Diet Coke sitting right there. It's all if you poke it. 
That's that'll leak out some diet coke. Still no, yeah. I, hey, look, man. The only thing I've heard coming out of camp is that the old man, and we, we, we you know, that's old news. That his pops is not real happy with the no. way things are going. He's been he's he been looks. muzzled too, though. I mean, even John's been muzzled. So what do you expect him to look like when he comes out a month from like we're we're we are exactly a month away, man. He might look not as fat because he fucking worked a little harder, but he's still gonna look awful. Really. He's gonna pay. Dude. You're not gonna be shocked. Like look, we're not gonna be shocked. We're not gonna see. You tell like, me, Tyson Fury didn't uh, drink and fucking indulge himself through the holiday season, Ken? Oh, I'm sure he feasted in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, on many brides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that guy. I look. He likes to drink and he likes to do coke, Ken. That's the that's the bottom line. I mean, I don't, I don't think I'm going out on a ledge there. No, and, no. And, and no, and more power to him, my my friend. What? I'd love to join you one night. You know, I, I used to love doing that, too. Yeah. I'll have a throwback with you. But Guy, guys who lifestyle that way, they peter out in their mid-30s. If we're talking about, are you going to fucking be able to win a goddamn... Uh, are you going to be able to beat Alexander Usyk? No. No. Man, so it's leaning now. So you you are you are going with Usyk. I, there's no way I can take Fury. I can't do it. If you're Even if you're a gambling man, there's... I thought you were going to say... I thought you were saying, even if you were gay. <laughs> even if I... <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know, I don't know if I'd touch it. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no value in betting Fury, dude. There's zero fucking value in betting the man. No. Is he still favored? Yeah, he's like minus 130. And you and you still a firm believer that's going to go to like minus 180 uh, yeah, it's at good. opening bell. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see the size difference and people are... The the bet the boxing betting public like not outside of you know guys that watch it all the time and, and are diehard guys, they're pretty stupid, man. It, it's pretty easy to trick those guys. You think Usyk retires if he wins? I think he should. Yeah, I think that's it. I, there's like the only other guy I wanted to see him fight was Wilder, and I have zero interest in that now, unless Wilder comes back. And apparently, there's that Jili Zhang fight is a thing that may or may not happen. If he Jili Zhang gonna knock his block off. I, I mean, yeah, that's a scary fight for 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 Camp Wilder. But if Wilder came back and knocked Jili Zhang out and 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 kind of had a little rebirth, then okay, yeah, all right. I'll, well, I'll, then if that happens, I think the the Joshua fights. Probably oh, absolutely, back on. absolutely. So then where does where? And if he beats Joshua, all right, then is, that, is it gonna fight Hergovic or is he gonna retire? That's who's gonna be next. Yeah, see, that's where I don't really care to see Usyk get old against a bum somewhere. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, Hergovic, you ain't a bum. But you know what I'm uh, you know what I'm trying to say like yeah. I I don't want to see him get disinterested and lose to a guy he shouldn't lose to. Just retire, man. I hate to see a fighter go out. You ain't going to make any money fighting against Hergovic. Like you don't How want, does Hergovic earn this You don't fight? want to see Pacquiao get schooled by Ugas. Is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, like exactly. That type of shit, man. I I'm not interested in watching a guy I know is clearly better than this guy if they if he was 3 or 4 years younger, but now I have to watch him you know, get old on my screen and lose. Terrence Crawford going to fight any of these PBC guys next? Who the fuck knows what's going It sounds like uh, Errol Spence at least doesn't want the rematch because uh, Crawford tweeted the other day. You know, I saw that motherfucker wearing an eye patch. Yeah, he had cataract surgery, which he made a joke. He made a joke about he had it before the fight, which doesn't make sense because it's a surgery you can get and, and you're fully recovered in six weeks, six to eight weeks. So why wouldn't, like, all the time before that fight – why wouldn't you have had? It seems more to me like Terrence Crawford assisted in giving you a cataract. That's the eye that that fell out, right? Yeah, it was. I believe his his left eye, right eye. Yeah. 
Yeah, it fell out when he was training for the Pacquiao fight. <laughs> remember? He got a detached retina in, in the training camp. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I... <laughs> Clearly, people, uh, that accident did be... some damage. I'm not going to, like, look, it goes on I think online. Be... I, I'm not going to pile on Errol Spence with this. No. He needs to just fucking retire, dude. Yeah, it's it's clear. That accident did some serious, serious damage. Yeah, I want to see Terrence Crawford and Tim Zoo. You know, I want to see... That's the next evolution of Terrence Crawford, I think, is at 154 pounds. Unless they somehow figure out to get uh, Lopez up, Boots Ennis, and, Boots. and Crawford in the ring. What at about Tiafimo? At 147. I'm not interested in that. Give me a Tiafimo at 147. Why not? Look, he's got. He's, he's got not the, the shortest guy. He's like Keith Thurman at 147, though. He's like not tall enough, but he's he, got the athletic ability. I just don't think he has the power. At, he is Keith at 147, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Terrence Crawford will, will hurt that boy. But he'd have a good run at 147. Uh, against the current uh, crop outside of Crawford, not yeah. the argu- arguable. I mean, fucking one Mario Barrios is like in the top three, four of all the fucking welterweight rankings right now. It's unbelievable. It is. It's, it's wild. wild shit, man. So Danny Garcia, no, he's he's at well, was what was it? Who's uh, gonna fight Lara at one fifty five? What happened to that? I guess we're waiting for that PBC rollout, Ken. Yeah, when is the uh, <laughs> PBC on Prime? Like, I thought, wasn't Tank supposed to be the first fight? I, we're getting, like, close to being eight weeks out of the first show, aren't we? You'd like to hear maybe something. I got to think a rollout's coming soon in the next couple weeks. There's there's this down period. It'd be the time to do it, get people talking about it. They also said there's other deals. Like, apparently there's another deal that, that the PBC has that's going to give them, you know, 20 to 30 more dates. Is that why J-Rock was fighting... On a house show. On a house show in Atlantic in, City in, this weekend? In Indiana. No. I thought he was, like, really well invested. Why was he doing that? Is it because it was in a- he, AC? I guess just, yeah, and like just want to get work. Charity. Just want to get. <laughs> I don't... Well, yeah, it doesn't, I mean, and he's not the first. I think uh, our boy Vito Milanecki was fighting on some house show. Well, good. Good. They need to stay active. Right. They but, do. That's all it is, I think. But it does speak to. Yeah, what's going the, on here? The same people are still running the insane asylum. That the level PBC of work, right? That level of PBC fighters is kind of nervous about where they're going to get work. Yeah, there's a lot of guys on standby right now. Yeah, Deontay Wilder fought for Frank Ward, Ken. Hey, you know, fucking, <laughs> oh, fucking, uh, what did Eddie Hearn call um, Wilder's ma- uh, manager, Shirley Winkle? <laughs> sure, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley Winkle, yeah. and he got fucking heated about that. Oh, too, he did, which is great. You don't call, you don't make fun of an old white man <laughs> like that, Ken. The only redeeming quality that Eddie Hearn has is that he is the creator, inventor, patenter of the elephant walk. You know, he changed the game during Fat Camp. He did. You know, let everybody come to his house and just strut. Ken. It went to his head though. It did. You know, you lead enough elephant walks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you start thinking, oh shit, I can accuse anybody of anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's some Epstein level shit. Hey, <laughs> Eddie do be living on an island. <laughs> all right, let's leave it there. Yeah, let's get out of here. All right, episode 383 in the books. We appreciate all of you tuning into the show. Follow us on X at Vince Cummings 81. And at the boxing rant. And we'll see you, I don't know, the schedule's kind of looking a little sparse. Yeah. Any, any big news, uh, you know, we're just a fucking phone call away. <laughs> I'll be like, then let's do a show. Throw up the bat signal, brother. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, we don't get that excited about it anymore. <laughs> Absolutely not.
Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see what the schedule brings, obviously, uh, this time of year. Uh, it can be a little bit slow, but we appreciate you tuning in uh, this early into 2024, and we'll see you next time on the Boxing Rant Podcast. Muchas gracias, everybody.